Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. Now I have a question for you. If the f- bottom of your foot hurts when you walk, do you think this is normal or do you have a condition called plantar fasciitis? Plantar fasciitis is known as one of the most common causes of heel pain. It involves the inflammation of a thick band of tissue that runs across the bottom of your foot and connects your heel bone to your toes, the plantar fasciae. I think I'm saying that right. We'll find out soon enough. Known to commonly cause stabbing pain, wearing shoes with inadequate support has been recorded as significantly contributing to this condition. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Dr. Tan Keng Jin, orthopedic surgeon from Mount Elizabeth Novena Hospital to discuss plantar fasciitis, the early warning signs, what does it mean if you have that stabbing heel pain, and what treatments associated with this ailment. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Clarissa. Actually, the first question I have is, is it exacerbated if you wear high heels? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think uh, it's controversial, Mm -hmm. uh, but more and more uh, we feel that any form of footwear that limits uh, motion of your toes Mm -hmm. and leads to tightness in your calves will contribute to plantar fasciitis. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, high heels, uh, it's a big contributor to calf tightness because you're always uh, Mm -hmm. in a tiptoe position Mm -hmm. and your toes don't flex very much when you walk in high heels. So uh, I think uh, the answer... To put it simply, should be yes. Okay. All right. Now we roll back a little bit. And for the benefit of our all our listeners, could you unpack, explain plantar fasciitis? How, how do you say that? Yes, we call it plantar fasciitis. Okay. Um, so like you mentioned, it's a very common cause of stabbing pain at mm-hmm. the bottom of your heel. Right. Uh, and the structure implicated in uh, causing plantar fasciitis is the plantar fascia. Okay. So, uh, like we said, it's almost like a ligament. It's a thick band of uh, tissue at the mm-hmm. bottom of your foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, in normal circumstances, it acts like a tension band for our foot arch okay. and a shock absorber for our foot arch. Okay. But in people where they have plantar fasciitis, repeated strain and micro-injury at, it, at the insertion on the heel bone will cause pain and plantar fasciitis. Okay, what about flat-footed people? Uh, so anyone with an abnormality of the foot arch is thought to be at a greater risk of plantar fasciitis. So if your arch is uh, collapsed, if you're mm-hmm. flat-footed, or conversely, if you are high-arched, right. uh, those are both uh, thought to be contributors to plantar fasciitis. Okay, so that's basically a lot of people who could potentially have this irritating thing happen to them? Yes, certainly. It's a very common cause of uh, foot pain. So what are they looking for? Uh, Well, the most uh, common symptom will usually be an initial uh, sharp kind of pain at the bottom of your heel. Mm -hmm. Usually, the pain is worst uh, or is most noticed in the morning after a period of rest. So our most common type of symptom will be someone who gets up from bed in the morning and steps on the foot and feels a sharp pain at the bottom of the foot. Mm -hmm. For some other people, it may be after a prolonged sitting period, like after a long meeting, getting up from a long meeting and Mm -hmm. stepping on the foot and they feel that sharp stabbing pain at the bottom of the heel. Those would be the most common initial symptoms. Mm -hmm. In some other people where the condition progresses a bit more, then the pain may actually be after a prolonged uh, standing period or after exercise. Okay, so ah, you brought up exercise. Uh, athletes or people who are more active, they're runners or, or they're walkers, 
do are they more susceptible to it? Uh, I don't think we'll say they are more susceptible to it, okay. but uh, they they have a harder time dealing with it. Uh, and they probably have a prolonged duration of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's on their feet more, if they have plantar fasciitis, that's going to be an issue for them. So we see uh, people in certain occupations having more difficulty coping with plantar fasciitis. Let's say teachers or people in sales or people in healthcare like nurses mm. who are on their feet the whole day. They struggle a lot more than uh, others when they have plantar fasciitis. The other group of people will be the uh, sports type of people. Sure. So people who are into weight-bearing sports, particularly runners, they're going to be quite frustrated when they get plantar fasciitis. And, you know, things like marathons, mm-hmm. long-distance events, they're becoming very popular. Sure. Um, and so people, are, when they're in their training program, building up towards a certain distance or timing for their run, and then they hit plantar fasciitis, that's quite problematic for them. So then you're talking about, is there a cure? Well, the good news is that for most people, the prognosis when they have plantar fasciitis is pretty good. Mm -hmm. So uh, just statistically speaking, after about six months, the majority means probably about 90% of people should experience relief from plantar fasciitis, Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of what kind of treatment they do. And there are many treatments available. Okay, we are speaking to Dr. Tan Keng Jin, orthopedic surgeon from Mount Elizabeth Novena Hospital, discussing plantar fasciitis. Okay, um, I play golf. I, I walk a lot and I know exactly this pain because I suffer from it every once in a while. And you're right, it's very annoying in the middle of... And when I say I walk, I mean like five, six, seven kilometer walks. I, I walk for exercise. It's, it's difficult to get through the rest of the walk once that pain starts to annoy me. So I'm, I'm wondering how similar is that to, say, tendonitis, which I also suffer from? Um, well, plantar fasciitis, in a way, is almost like a tendinitis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plantar fascia is a collagenous or a structure made out of collagen at the okay. bottom of the foot. And it almost functions like a tendon. It's just that, uh, anatomically speaking, tendon is not the right term for it. So, okay. in the medical textbook, the correct term for it is fascia. Okay. And... Um, are there misconceptions about that being one of them? People think that it's a tendon, so they kind of sort of treat it the same way. How do you alleviate the pain? Ah, okay. Yourself. So, uh, first, misconceptions. I think the most common misconception we come across for plantar fasciitis is uh, people who have plantar fasciitis for some length of time. Um, there's a degeneration that occurs in the fascia and our body responds to it by depositing some calcium Mm. at the area of the degeneration. So if an x-ray is done, uh, the bottom of the heel has got a little sharp thing that, and that's commonly termed a bone spur. Mm. So people feel that um, the spur needs to be removed to, uh, you know, get relief from the pain. So Mm. that's probably the most common misconception uh, is that actually the the pain doesn't come from the bone spur. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bone spur is reacting to the problem, which is in the tendon or, or in the ligament, in this case, in the plantar okay. fascia. Okay. Uh, so in terms of ev- alleviating the pain, I think one thing is we don't fully understand what causes plantar fasciitis. Okay. Uh, but what we do know is that uh, tightness, tightness in the plantar fascia is a big issue. Mm-hmm. And if we can reverse the tightness, people feel better. So stretching is a big component of treatment for plantar fasciitis. That would be stretching of the plantar fascia. So you, that would be done by pulling up on your toes to stretch out the plantar right. fascia. And stretching of the calf muscle is thought to help 
with plantar fasciitis. Okay, so let's talk about the different ways to alleviate the pain. You can do it yourself. You have to go to the doctor. Um, you can do it yourself by stretching, uh, getting up on your toes. Yes. And, and I think a lot of people don't adequately stretch before they indulge in sporting activities anyway. So what you're saying is that helps in general. Yes, certainly. Stretching the plantar fascia and your calf uh, muscles uh, definitely helps with plantar fasciitis. The other one is uh, good, sensible footwear. So mm -hmm. if you are flat-footed or high-arched, get an appropriate shoe to support your foot. Okay. Um, the other possible treatments is some people will visit a physiotherapist okay. for further stretches. Uh, some centers will offer a shockwave treatment. Okay. That's like an ultrasonic treatment for the I've plantar fascia. That. That's actually quite ah, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's, that does do some relief. And uh, if you visit the doctor, mm -hmm. uh, we do sometimes also uh, offer patients injections mm -hmm. um, for plantar fasciitis that can be a way, like a means of a shortcut to try and make it uh, better quickly. Okay. Are there any exercises once you have been diagnosed with this that you can do to help? Yes. So stretches are the best. On a daily basis? Um, yes. Uh, so usually we would recommend uh, people to do stretching of their calf and uh, plantar fascia uh, twice a day. Okay. Um, twice usually a day. in the morning when you wake up, that's mm -hmm. when it's most painful. Uh, doing stretches in the morning is very useful. Uh, and you could, you could also do it a second time before you go to bed. Okay. Um, if um, there's a lot of symptoms despite the stretching, the next step up sometimes is we'll offer a splint to wear at night. That's to hold the calf muscle and the plantar fascia stretched out while you sleep. So it's like getting a stretch while you sleep. That doesn't sound very comfortable to your sleep, though. Uh, it's, it's reasonably okay. <laughs> We're talking to Dr. Tan Kengjin, orthopedic surgeon from Mount Elizabeth Novena Hospital, discussing plantar fasciitis. Um, these are the current treatments and remedies. Does it get any more serious that surgery becomes something that you should consider? Uh, so in about maybe 5 to 10% of people, uh, after six months or sometimes even after a year, mm -hmm. the pain in the plantar, from the plantar fasciitis, it continues to persist. Mm -hmm. uh, so these would be people who have done stretches, maybe tried some other forms of treatment, but uh, without much success. Uh, so they, they kind of get what we term as chronic uh, plantar fasciitis. Sure. And in these people, what happens is that the plantar fascia starts to anatomically thicken. Mm -hmm. There can be little tears that develop de develop in the plantar fascia. Mm -hmm. And for some of these people, uh, surgery may be the only way to actually relieve the pain. Surgery is usually done to uh, relieve the tightness in the plantar fascia by cutting some of the fibers of the plantar fascia. Okay. So that sounds very similar to dealing with uh, tendonitis as well. Um, yeah, sometimes uh, well. release surgery is required for tendonitis as yeah. well. Okay. As a medical professional, how severe can it get? Uh, well, I'll say the spectrum of symptoms can mm -hmm. vary quite a bit. Uh, for some people, it could be it only irritates them when they go for their runs mm. or a little bit in the morning. But right. on the other end of the spectrum, it can be quite uh, a problem for others, mm -hmm. such that they're having daily pain. They may be uh, Does it limping. Affect walking. Uh, 
Uh, certainly affects walking, so okay. it alters your gait pattern because it's painful to walk on your heel. So people will do things like walk on the side of the foot, mm. on the front of the foot. That will cause other problems. That might cause other problems. Right. Okay. And you know, this is obviously a question that concerns me because I just turned 50. Is there an age group that is a, <laughs> will suffer from this more than others? Ah, so uh, say plantar fasciitis can affect... Uh, People at any age, mm-hmm. but most commonly we see people in what we call like the middle age group, which is like the 40 to 60 year olds mm-hmm. who have it most commonly. Oh, great. Something else for me <laughs> to look forward to. Any future advancements that we can look forward to, like once and for all cure type thing? Uh, well, I think the main thing will be two, two little advances. Mm. One thing is that for patients who do end up with surgery, right. we offer that with a much less invasive uh, procedure nowadays. So uh, one thing is that wounds in the foot can be quite painful and mm-hmm. take some time to heal. So sure. we are able to uh, do this through a much smaller incision use, using some uh, optic devices. Okay. Uh, so that gives a much easier rehabilitation. The other thing is that there's a little bit more um, advances on using biological type of injections for plantar fasciitis as well. Okay. Before I let you go, I have one more question. Does plantar fasciitis lead to other medical issues? Uh, well, I'd say the most common thing we see is issues with compensations in gait. Mm-hmm. So one one thing about our feet is that you always need both your feet to sure. walk. So if let's say one of your hand hurts, uh, you can still use your other hand to open the door, mm-hmm. to type your messages, but you, you can't walk around not using one of your feet. Right. So it's actually really hard to deal with it when it's painful, especially if it's very painful. So mm-hmm. people, like we mentioned, will walk in an uh, altered gait pattern and then they may end up with problems in their knees, for example, or their back. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Tan Keng Jin, orthopedic surgeon from Mount Elizabeth Novena Hospital, for coming in and talking to us about plantar fasciitis. I suspect I'm going to have to talk to you about some other pains and aches that my age group might suffer along the way. Thank you, Clarissa. <laughs> You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.